Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Congratulations, family. We have arrived. Welcome to Speak. It is here. The Super Bowl is literally now days away. And congratulations to yourself. You made it through an NFL season. Like, really think about this for a moment. Think about what we have witnessed. Think about the time that has passed. 155 days since kickoff. 284 games have been played. A lot of highs and a lot of lows. Eight 152 hours of football we have all consumed for this moment right here. Now, wait for a second. Don't take it for granted because after the Super Bowl, you realize we got to wait 207 days until the next regular season game. So relax back into your couch, turn your volumes up, grab your loved ones, bring them nearby to watch this show because this is our last show before a game. Don't take it for granted, fam. Let's head to the desk. Shady, you already ready. You're already ready. You've, you've never looked more ready in your life. You've never looked more ready in your ready. life. I've known this man since 2012, and he's never looked more prepared for anything a day in his life. We'll get to him in a moment. Far in, that's James Jones. This Hoodie Friday. James, how you feeling, big dog? I feel good. My dog ready, but he said he ain't ready for the show, though. <laughs> I got Vegas on my mind. He got Vegas on his mind. George Taylor, how are we feeling? I'm so excited for this game. Oh. We're here. I know. We're here. Know. Shady McCoy, let's cut to the chase, bro. We've waited 852 hours of football, 284 games, 155 days. Who in the world wins the biggest game in the biggest sport in our country? Mm. Who in the world wins it and why? And it's not who should win, it's who's going who's to win. Who's going to win. <laughs> I don't know in the world where you can bet against Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. In another world, you can bet against Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. I'm going with the Chiefs. <laughs> and not only am I going with the Chiefs, I'm putting $50,000 on it. Ooh, cash money. Cash money. It was $100, but I said, oh, Shady, don't, don't get too crazy. <laughs> I don't play no more. It's but listen, I'm going, I'm going with the 50 piece with the Chiefs. I mean, you cannot bet against Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. I said this in the playoffs. When they got there after the, the, uh, the, um, the Dolphins game, yep. when they got real serious, because that was play play. They didn't want to play that game. Anyway. When they played the, the, the Bills, I said the Bills should win. They're a better team, yeah. better players, yeah. right? They're playing better. Came better against Andy Reid mm. and Patrick Mahomes, and they won, mm. right? The Ravens, MVP, Lamar Jackson, that great, great defense, them young, skilled players. Better team, yeah. playing better. The yeah. number one seed. Can't bet against Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Yeah. I won again. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again. The Niners, yep. seven All-Pros. Seven, seven. Right? Better team, more talent. They should win. They should. Yeah. <laughs> 2-5 is not betting against Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. Andy Mahomes. So I'm going with the Chiefs. 
$50,000. James Jones, who wins, big dog? And tell me why. Well, I was going with the Niners. No, I'm playing. I'm going with the Chiefs. Smart man. Only reason I'm going with the Chiefs because I want my dog Shady to win his $50,000. No. Man, listen. Turn, your, turn, turn the tape on. Yep. The last three weeks, the Kansas City Chiefs have been the most consistent football team on the road, in the cold. Wherever they got to go play football, they have been the most consistent football team in the playoffs with the best quarterback in the National Football League, with the best coach in the National Football League. Defense playing at a high level. So for me, I can't ignore what I'm watching. I know the Niners during the season, really consistent football team, right? Favored in almost every game during the regular season, but they have not been consistent in the playoffs. Mm. Been finding ways to win, but have not been consistent. I'm taking a more consistent team. I'm taking Patrick Mahomes. I'm taking Andy Reid and this Chiefs defense to win this football game. And Patrick Mahomes, <coughs> it's his third Super Bowl ring in how many years? Four, five years? Mm. Lord this, have mercy. Six has started. That's six years. A little six years. Just a little six years. Oh, my goodness. I think the Chiefs win. Mm. I think they have the best player in the league in Patrick Mahomes. They have the best coach (laughs) in the league in Andy Reid. Mm -hmm. And what James just said is the reason, the other reason why, which is they're playing the better football right now. Mm -hmm. If these two games that the Niners just played happened during the regular season, this game against the Packers and this game against the Lions, we would be saying, oh, they're finding ways to win. Mm -hmm. Because we're in the postseason, it doesn't matter. One point, doesn't matter. You win, you're moving on. It is a zero-sum game. But if they were playing the way that they're playing right now and winning the way that they're winning during the regular season, we will be up here on this desk doing segments about, are the Niners for real? Mm -hmm. Are they going to be able to sustain this? Are they winning the right way? Or are they just finding ways to win? How much value is in that? Can they do that in the postseason? But because it's in the postseason, they're here at the Super Bowl. The Chiefs are playing better football right now. The reason they're favorites is because they have seven all-pros and they were the one seed and they looked great during the regular season. This is a whole new season. Mm. And in this season, mm. the Chiefs have been the better team. Talk to them, Joey. On the road. Against really, really tough opponents. Against the best two quarterbacks in the league, not named Patrick Mahomes. Right. Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen. So I have to go with the Chiefs. The first lady has spoke. Shady, you said how much? 50. 50. I know better. Me. I know better than to answer this question next to this. I'm going to put no negativity okay, near you. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm putting no negativity near this man. Get away. So who's going to win the game? It's the Niners. Now, I'm saying it over here because I know better than to rub negativity off on somebody who got 50,000 large. So I'm not even going to answer the question right by my dog. Niners are going to win this game, and it's simple. The first reason the Niners are going to win this game is because before the season, I said, in fact, that the Niners have to win this game. But we don't got to roll that down. We ain't got to roll that down. I've already told you. September 7th, I said it. The real reason I think the Niners are going to win this game, they're in their Brock Purdy before he wins era. Now let me get back to the desk. I already gave my answer. I gave my answer. Now I'm going to tell you my why. I don't got to say who's going to win it anymore. No negativity near his 50,000. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm used to it, man. (laughs) We're currently in that Brock Purdy before he won a Super Bowl era. Eli Manning, before he won a Super Bowl, a guy. And after he won a Super Bowl, a guy. Joe Flacco, before he won a Super Bowl, a guy. And after he won a Super Bowl, a guy. Remember, the Ravens did not even pay Joe Flacco before he won a Super Bowl. He had to play his five years, win a Super Bowl, then he got $100 million. Nick Foles, before he won a Super Bowl, a guy who had a really good season in 2013. And after he won a Super Bowl, a guy. But we're in Brock Purdy's Super Bowl era. It's the Super Bowl year. So for me, the Niners are going to win because we are witnessing Brock Purdy make history. I'm not going to wait until that first raindrop hits my head to now tell everybody it's raining. I'm going to tell you all ahead of time, 
Storm is coming. The storm is coming. Brock Purdy, McCaffrey, Debo, Ayuk, Kittle, Greenlaw, Bosa, Warner, Demo, Ward. Yeah. The storm is coming. Yeah. Now, yeah. I could wait until Monday and be like, oh, Shady, it was raining. Nah, I'm not going to do that. I'm telling you right now, them drops of water you feel, it's because the storm is coming. You know what's crazy, though? <clears throat> is last couple days in L.A. has been storming. Mm. And it ain't even really stopped. Patrick Mahomes and them been this thing year after year. You right? After years. So all them raindrops you feeling, that's Patty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get your umbrella. Uh, you won't need it at least. What will it take? Let me go to you, Shay. Uh, let me not go to you, Shay. You got 50000 on it. So I, I, I respect money too much. Let me start with you, James Jones. Yeah. What will it take for the Niners to win? They have to start fast. If the Niners start the way they started against the Green Bay Packers and against the Detroit Lions, they are not going to win this football game. So for me, the keys to this game is you have to get aggressive. Your first 15, whatever that is, Cal Shanahan, you have to be aggressive to go down here and score some points. Maybe even have to go for it on fourth down, depending on where you are. You know what I mean? But they have to start this game fast. You cannot afford to start this game slow against Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and this defense. Because if you get in a hole on this defense – the young fella's not climbing out of this. So for me, the key to victory for the Niners is they have to have a fast start. They have to go down there and get points and not three. Mm. They have to get sevens. We know three points is not going to beat Patrick Mahomes consistently. You have to score some touchdowns. So I'm looking for them to start this game extremely fast, and if they want to win, that's what they're going to have to do. To me, it's Brock Purdy. I know we're passing the buck to the defense, and we're putting it on Kyle Shanahan and everybody else, all the stars, Christian McCaffrey and George Kittle and Debo and Ayuk and Juszczyk and everyone else. It's about Brock Purdy. We constantly talk about quarterback versus quarterback. Well, you can't do what you did against Jordan Love. You can't do what you did against Jared Goff. This is Patrick Mahomes. Mm -hmm. He's really like that. Yes, he He's really, really, <laughs> really, really like that. like that. And every time we doubt him, he comes right along, just like Freddie, mm -hmm. and just reminds us he's still around, <laughs> snatching dreams. Mm -hmm. So I, I know that we want to say it's Brock Purdy's first Super Bowl, and we shouldn't have these high expectations of him, and it's really on everybody else, and the other guys have been there before, and it's on Kyle Shanahan and all that. I, I think Brock Purdy is going, he's going to have to play a really good game. He's not going to be, he can't turn the ball over. The Chiefs are going to make you pay for that. You can't make big mistakes. Mm. He's going to have to make some plays, probably with his legs. He's probably going to have to play off script a little bit. And that's a lot to ask of a really young player that came into this league with absolutely no expectations. But you, you're not there anymore. Mm -hmm. Now you're in the Super Bowl. There are expectations. So I don't want to put too much on him, but I don't see how they win this game if Brock Purdy plays the way he's played the last few weeks, if he starts slow, or if he turns the ball over. So maybe he doesn't have to have some unbelievable statistical game but he does have to play a really clean game and a really smart game if he's going to win this. Do you want to answer this question? Yeah, I'm going to flip it, though. How should the Chiefs win? Let's okay. what, <laughs> <laughs> what will it take to buy yeah. for the Chiefs to win? I just think the, a lot of that's Andy Reid, right? I think if, if you watched the last game, our last Super Bowl with the Eagles, you see that, that what makes Andy Reid a great coach, right? The plays he called, things that, that you didn't scout for, things they didn't think about that he ran, right? All that jet motion, fakes, fake jet motion out there in the open flats, boom. Like, things like that, they need the Chiefs to do. And Patrick Mahomes, he got to be special. Yeah. He got to be that special player that makes the difference. Yeah, we know that your team is not as good as the Niners. Yeah, we know you don't have as many all pros as the Niners. But what y'all do have, they have you. Right? You have the connection with Travis Kelsey. I need them to align like they normally do. When we watched them 
last game against the, the Ravens. Why that game got out of hand so quickly is because they came out firing. Nobody expected to, the Chiefs to go up and down the field the first two drives to score, yeah. let alone a touchdown, yeah. right? So I think they need the same thing. I think if you shock the Niners' defense, because one thing is they haven't been playing well. Nope. If you haven't played well, you're not super confident. I think over, overall you're confident because of, of, of the players and, and what your identity is. The Niners' defense, it just, it just shakes you a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Until you watch the tape, until you play them. You go out there and you score, Fred Warner's a hell of a player. But he can't do everything, right? So I think if we can kind of find a way to score early in this game, it's going to be a long day for the Niners. And you put pressure on Brock Purdy, right? Let's find out this game. Let's find out on the Super Bowl Sunday, are you a game manager or are you a game changer, right? Put him in that situation where we've got points up, you got to score. Yeah. yeah, don't worry about them all-pro defense. It's on you. Yeah. Can't throw them turnovers. You can't have them bad pass them bad reads like you did against Green Bay. Mm-hmm. We're going to catch them picks. Mm-hmm. So – I'll leave it like that, man. <laughs> More important, Shady. <laughs> what happened? What happened? Uh, uh, you know, away. Shady is in that zone right it's now. He's not feeling say. the energy. And Shady like came in and It turned away nice as well. Oh, let me ask this question, because as you were talking, I was thinking about this. This question for the table. What is more important, Shady, starting now with you? The Chiefs' offense or the Chiefs' defense? Because we know how good that Niners' offense is. So what is more important? Who needs to have a better game, the Chiefs' offensive side of the ball or the Chiefs' defensive side of the ball? <laughs> it's got to be Chiefs' offense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They got, they got Patrick Mahomes. See, the, the good thing about this Super Bowl is different from all the other ones is that there was a lot of pressure for Patrick Mahomes. I remember in, the, in 2019 where we played the Niners, and he was kind of worried about Bosa. I'm going to just be honest, yeah. right? That pass rush at, at, at that time was different. It wasn't more the secondary. It was more of the, yeah, the, the linemen, and it was more of the, the linebackers. And he was worried about it. And he was a lot younger, right? There was times we should have stepped up in the pocket. Even the late t- um, completions to Tyreek Hill, right? You should have been through that pass. Drifting, 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 right, right, right. Worried about the rush. He's in a different light now. And then the defense is so much better. So think about this. If, they, if they're averaging up 14 points, to the offense. This is mm-hmm. the, the Chiefs defense. They're only giving up 14 points. No one has a quarterback, as a guy like Patrick Mahomes, you, you feel more confident. Okay, cool. I can do my thing. I don't have to press. I don't have to make all much amazing plays. I can play in my game and play in the system. That's why you haven't seen him turn the ball over in the playoffs. The defense is balling. That's a big difference. So I just feel like the pressure's not on him as much as you would think because the defense is playing so well. Yeah, we have not said uh, Chris Jones and Spags, the defense. And, and they own it, own it. <laughs> And they're giving up 14 points. And we ain't even said their name on this show, on a lot of these shows that, that's going on, because the Chiefs are built offensively. Yeah. yeah. Mastermind head coach calling plays. The best quarterback. What did you call him? I'm sorry. Mastermind coach <laughs> calling plays. Head coach. Right? The best quarterback in the National Football League. We had a conversation. Is he top three ever? Mm. So this team is built offensively. Whether it's quick game, whatever it may be, this team is built behind Patrick Mahomes. So if you ask me, if the offense does not show up and play, Shady loses money. Mm. Right? If the offense show up and play, which they will, Shady going to be leaving on Sunday a happy, happy man. You, not so much. <laughs> Shady will be happy if Patrick Mahomes and this offense show up, but it has to go through the offense. Yeah, I think it does too. I mean, that was the question about this team all season long. The defense been playing well. Yes, they have. So I don't have questions about whether or not they're going to show up and how they're going to look. And, you know, nobody is going to be perfect from the beginning to the end of the game. But the person that you're going to expect, the person that we're going to talk about, the person whose pressure 
is on is Patrick Mahomes. They're the ones that have struggled all season long. So I, I, I don't see how, especially can, when you consider all of the amazing players that the Niners are bringing to the table, and particularly on the offensive side of the ball, how if the offense doesn't show up, if they're dropping balls, if something doesn't happen with Mahomes and Kelsey, if they don't make the plays that they've been making, it's going to be a it's going to be a rough outcome. So I, I think it's all in the offense. Now, for teams. as good as Patrick Mahomes is, and he is great in the Super Bowls, he just been good. He got five touchdowns. He got four interceptions. Against the Bucs, when Shady beat Patrick Mahomes, when Shady was playing for the Bucs, Patrick Mahomes had no touchdowns. He had two picks that game. We all remember Patrick Mahomes' first Super Bowl. He threw two interceptions against the Niners. Now, that last Super Bowl against the Eagles, he went crazy. But collectively, Patrick Mahomes in Super Bowls, he does bleed. Yeah. He's human. You cut him, you will see blood. Shady, is there any chance in your mind that Patrick Mahomes bleeds this game, figuratively speaking, obviously, because he does show his humanity in Super Bowls? One thing about it, keep the main thing. The main thing. Win the game. Two picks, no picks, whatever, however you want to cut it. Win this game. That's one thing about Patrick Mahomes I give him credit for. Yeah, it might look ugly, might look bad, might look great, might look whatever it may be. He going to win that game. And this ain't a, a regular game. This is yeah. the Super Bowl. This is yeah. the last one of the year. So if it was like, I don't know, week 15, week 11, I would talk about it. Oh, man, you played bad. I don't know. Be more Who cares? Win this game and get that <laughs> ring. That's all it is. You know what's crazy, though? <clears throat> First Super Bowl, he said he was worried about Bosa, right? The Super Bowl, he beat Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes still running for his life. Mm -hmm. So you want to make him bleed? Bosa. Yeah. Ch uh, what's my name? Man name. Chase Young. Chase Young. Chase Young. Armstead. Yeah. You guys going to have to get after Patrick Mahomes. Every play, consistently. Yeah. When Tom lost his Super Bowl against the Giants, O.C., mm -hmm. Tuck, mm -hmm. uh, true. Uh, my man that worked with us, uh, <laughs> straight hand. They, was, they were after Brady every single play. Philadelphia, standing back up there in the yeah, pocket, yeah. not one sack, and we see what he did. So if you want to make him bleed, you got to get pressure on him. We have waited 155 days since the start of the season for mm. this moment. Again, we are witnessing history. Relaxing the old chair on the other side of this commercial break will answer what a second MVP award means for Lamar Jackson. Do you realize that only 10 players in the history of the sport have won two or more MVPs? Seven of those 10 are in the Hall of Fame. The other three, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Lamar Jackson just locked himself a gold jacket. But what does what? that mean? Remember, check us out every day, Fox Sports Channel, Sirius XM. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Family, we are in second and short. Second topic of the day, Lamar Jackson, officially a two-time NFL MVP. History is made. Joins an elite group of players to have ever done that. He was one vote away from unanimously winning. He got 49 out of 50 first place votes. Whoever didn't vote for him first, show yourself. Um, Joy Taylor, <laughs> what does a second MVP award mean for Lamar Jackson? Man, he had had a two unanimous. Two Crazy. unanimous. Josh, Josh stole one from him. Josh got him a vote down there. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 you know what? I'm going I'm to just mention that when I give him a second. Yeah, no. um, he, he's solidified for the Hall of Fame now. Yeah. You mentioned it. 
Jim Brown, Brett Favre, Peyton Manning, Joe Montana, Johnny Unitas, Kurt Warner, Steve Young all have two MVPs, all in the Hall of Fame. The ones that aren't in the Hall of Fame yet, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, they will all obviously be in the Hall of Fame along with Lamar Jackson. It's, uh, it would be unprecedented for him not to be. And to see a player this far into his career, six seasons in, at the age of, what, 27, have two, two almost unanimous MVPs, one certified unanimous MVP, and to take his team to the AFC Championship game after being the one seed this year is really incredible. We give Lamar Jackson... We give him a lot of slack. We're very, very critical of him. We hold him to a very, very high standard. And sometimes I think because we hold him to that standard, because he, he plays the game in such a unique way, the criticisms take away from the greatness that he has actually accomplished, both individually and as a team, because this is his most successful year with his team, taking them to the AFC Championship game, which we know is very, very difficult to do. Part of the reason why Shady and others argue that Patrick Mahomes is a dynasty already is because of the AFC championship games, yeah. obviously along with the Super Bowls, but that is the second layer of it. It's very hard to get your team there. It's his first time doing it. Two MVPs. He's, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame, and we are watching a really tremendous player, an all-time great player, really just entering his prime, which is really exciting. So I'm, I'm very happy that he was able to not only get this MVP, but also go to the AFC championship game as the one seed because I think it really puts him in that other category. Now when we mention Patrick Mahomes, yeah. Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, we have to mention Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with Joy. This, this is a walk-in. And what I mean by that is one, two, three, four, five years out, first ballot <laughs> Hall of Famer, right? Putting, putting the jacket on. He's in year six, mm-hmm. and he has two MVPs already. We can't sit up here and say – what we watching with this young fella that he's not going to get another one. It might be three years from now because Patty's in this league too. Joe Burrow's in this league too. Josh is in this league. But he might even be a three-time MVP. But right now, where we sit right now with him being a two-time MVP, this is a first ballot Hall of Famer that we are watching at the quarterback position. We've never seen nobody do it with his legs like Lamar Jackson does it with his legs. We're seeing him grow as a pocket passer. He's turning into a true quarterback at the quarterback position. But this is a walk-in first ballot Hall of Famer accepting this award last night. Two MVPs and one vote away from two unanimous. I don't even know if that has ever been done, has it? No. No. So walking in with his gold jacket. Five years after he's done, whatever it is, 20 years down the road. But that's what this means for Lamar Jackson. Yo, I heard it was you that voted for Josh Allen. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it ain't so. That's the one vote, huh? It's uh, it's a tremendous award for him. He deserves it. I'm so happy for him. Um, You talked about the Hall of Fame. And I want to go a different narrative with it. Everybody criticized him when he came in. Yo, he's a running back. He's this, he's that. He can't play his position. Now you got to change that narrative. This second MVP shows that, that, that his style of play, his skill sets, Transitions to going to an MVP, right? Transitions to going to a first seat in the, in the AFC, right? Potentially going to the uh, Super Bowl. So I'm happy for him. Um, and the best part about this is, like, there's so many other players that has this type of skill set. They didn't have a chance mm-hmm. to showcase that yeah. because they made a narrative of, oh, you can't play quarterback in this league because the way you play, the way you run. Now that pocket passer stuff, that's like second nature now, yeah. right? We, we want to got like his mobile. He might not be Lamar Jackson, but he got something like Lamar. He can run a little bit. We need him. Now that traditional old style of being a, a pocket passer, like, do I really want that? I don't even want that. So 
I'm happy for Lamar, man. He's changing the game. Yeah, I feel two ways. The first way I feel is ecstatic for Lamar. As a college football analyst, I remember back at Louisville watching Lamar Jackson win a Heisman and then almost win another Heisman. And I was like, this dude is different, Joe. He's different. I remember him and Deshaun Watson having a game in college back and forth, back and forth. But I was like, will it translate to the league? I didn't know. He goes to the league against all odds, not all odds, but several odds. Some Hall of Fame general manager said he should not play quarterback and now not only wins one, but two MVPs, obviously one unanimous and one vote away from a second unanimous. So seeing Lamar Jackson's talent translate is honestly just it's awe inspiring. So super happy for him. That's my first thought. Then my second thought is. Boy, you got to win some now. Mm-hmm. You got to get some like some collective hardware yes, now, yes. because eventually we are going to start looking at Lamar Jackson like people in the basketball world have looked at Russell Westbrook. Never seen a talent like this before. At least you got to go back to the '60s to say you've seen a talent like this before. But when's it going to start to translate? I watch enough sports television to have already heard those comparisons. So my first thought is like, thank you, shout out Lamar, congrats, job well done. But my second thought, James Jones is like, yeah. You can't be the best player in football yeah. on maybe the best team or second best team in football and not be one of the final two teams left in football. Yeah. So that's where I was, I was torn. It was a dichotomy I was wrestling with. Did you wrestle with that at all? Yeah, I did because next season, none of the regular season games matter. And yes, you may take home another MVP, but for Lamar Jackson, it's all about getting to a Super Bowl now. You have accomplished MVPs, you have accomplished one seed, you have accomplished anything and everything you need to accomplish in this league except one thing, and that's getting to the Super Bowl and playing in the Super Bowl. So, you know, we can sit up here and say, you know what I mean, it's a little bit added pressure on you now, more pressure on you now to get to a Super Bowl because you accomplished really everything you could accomplish within your first six years except getting to that big game. So next year is going to be all about the postseason for Lamar Jackson again to be able to try to get himself to a Super Bowl. You don't care about Patty? Patty going to be out there. Hold on, Patty's going to be out there. Patty in the water. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, very quickly, the Coach of the Year award. It went to Kevin Stefanski, Browns head coach, over Texans first-year head coach D'Amico Ryans. Now, D'Amico Ryans led his team to the playoffs with a rookie quarterback. On the flip side for the Cleveland Browns, Kevin Stefanski had 11 wins with five different starting quarterbacks. Joy, did they get, and by they, hi, I'm they, did they get the Coach of the Year right with Kevin Stefanski? They got it wrong. And Kevin Stefanski did a really nice job, but Kevin Stefanski did exactly what he gets paid to do, which is make the postseason. He was projected to have nine and a half wins before the season. He had 11. He had Deshaun Watson at the beginning of the season. He has the defensive player of the year. Why would you not be in the playoffs? I understand what happened during the regular season. You lose your quarterback. You have all these different quarterbacks. Great. He did a nice job. But what D'Amico Ryans did was far more unprecedented. That was what, that's what Kevin Stefanski gets paid to do. Get, get the Browns to the postseason. Period. That's what they were expected to do. This is what you're expected to do. This is what you did. What was Samiko Ryan's expected to do? They had the second and third pick this year. He's a rookie head coach with a rookie quarterback in the, in the AFC. In 2012, Chuck Pagano, Andrew Luck, won 12 games, one coach of the year. 2009, Rex Ryan, Mark Sanchez, rookie quarterback, rookie head coach combinations. Five times this has happened. Rex Ryan, Mark Sanchez, Mike Smith, Matt Ryan, Smith won coach of the year, John Harbour, Harbaugh, Joe Flacco. Five times this has happened. Five. Mm. D'Amico Ryans is one of those five. Mm. 
With C.J. Stroud, rookie quarterback, rookie head coach, that's so hard to do. There were no expectations of, of the Houston Texans this year. They were projected to win six and a half games. They won 10. Stroud started 15 games and went nine and six. I, I really feel like they got this wrong. It's no shade to Kevin Stefanski. He did a really nice job. But you have the defensive player of the year on your team. There's a ton of talent there. There were big expectations. We were talking about them potentially competing in this game this weekend. Yep. So uh, they got it wrong. I'm very disappointed for D'Amico. Uh, if I had a word to give you, D'Amico, yeah, <laughs> I'll yeah, give yeah. it to yeah, you. No and, very and, deserving and, and it's disappointing. And I don't care about no shade because this is all wrong. This is the, they need me on a, on a committee. <laughs> they need me on a committee. I don't know who's picking these guys or who's, you know, all they doing like a blind is picking the jar. Like, what are we talking about here? Yeah. This is what I don't like about this about these type of voters. Though. I'm being serious. Now I'm being serious. You take D'Amico Ryans, a rookie head coach, yeah. right? He goes against a rookie quarterback that yeah. starts, right? If you and they win ten games and they win a division. That's one part. The second part is if you look at the last three years, as long as I've been playing football, yeah. The Texas is a team you can't wait to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Texas on the list? Oh, my yeah. God. That's a buck 80. Stat game. That's a stat game. <laughs> Every year they, they, got a, they got a freaking first-round draft pick in the top five picks. Last year, they won three games. Year before that, they won four games. Year before that, they won four. This is what they do. So, three, three games, four games. What are we talking? It's 11? That's 11 games? What are we talking about? 11 wins in three years. The first year, the rookie head coach wins 10 Games and win the division, uh. and in the playoffs, and the, and the person y'all picked to win the player or, or coach of the year, he you beat him by thirty. <laughs> you beat him by thirty, though. Smoked them. Uh. This is embarrassing, though. Yeah. And I don't want to uh. say why I think it is. <laughs> y'all know this ain't right. Y'all know this ain't right. It. I love it. I, uh, no, you can't go. I got to go. <laughs> no, you shouldn't go. go. You shouldn't go. I got to go. You should go to the break. I got to <laughs> go. I got to break this up. Um, I think they got it right. I think there were two right answers, but I think they got it right. If we want to talk about unprecedented, we've never, ever seen a team win 11 games with five different starting quarterbacks, ever. Like Joy said, five times have we seen a team with a rookie quarterback. Yeah. Go to the playoffs. I forget the stat, but at least I know. Five, five times as a rookie quarterback and a rookie head coach gone to the playoffs. It's the Texans, too. Correct. Well, five, yeah, four times before this year. Four times Texas rookie coach, is. rookie quarterback. Now, rookie quarterback in general, multiple times. Mm -hmm. But we've never seen a team with five different starting quarterbacks win 11 games. Now, to Shady's point, voting occurred before the playoffs. If voting would have occurred after the playoffs, I believe in head-to-heads, I think that would have swayed several voters. But then the other thing I'm sitting here thinking about is, to me, in my mind, it is easier to win with a first-round pick at quarterback, rookie or not, yeah. than it is to win with Joe Flacco, uh, Dorian Thompson-Robertson, uh, P.J. Walker, Deshaun Watson, and whoever else that they started, because they started five. So when I was thinking about it, I'm like, this dude won with five different QBs, and not only that, Half your team got hurt. Nick yeah. Chubb, best running back in football, second best running back in football, Christian McCaffrey, I believe, has taken that throne. But up until two years ago, we would have said Nick Chubb, best running back in football, he gone. Jedrick Quills, he gone. So what Kevin Stefanski did, yeah. and, and then last thing I'll say is this, let's not act like the Cleveland Browns are a good organization. <laughs> let's not all of a sudden start rewriting history. Yeah. The Browns are the Texans, if not worse. And I would say they're worse. Yeah. So let's not start acting like what Stefanski did with the Browns is not just as impressive because the Texans are bad and the Browns are historically bad. The Browns are just historically worse than the Texans. So number one, this is this is crazy. Um, whoever whoever voted, the voters got it wrong, uh, big time. Um, so 
Before the season with Deshaun Watson, because he played, what, eight games? Six. Right? I believe it was five the and one. The defense won a lot of them games. Last time I checked, Stefanski on coached the defense. Even when Deshaun Watson was there and you had your franchise quarterback, they won games on defense. They have a really talented roster. When they signed Deshaun Watson, we said, oh, shoot, this could be something for the Cleveland Browns because of the roster that they had. Everybody felt like they were a quarterback away. Sure. Number two, D'Amico Ryans, you get the number two pick. You ain't trade up for nothing about that. That means you're the second worst team in the NFL, arguably the first worst team. And then you trade up and get the number three pick. Both those dudes you draft and develop win offensive rookie of the year mm -hmm. and defensive rookie of the year, which is great coaching by D'Amico Ryans. You go from three games, three wins, to ten wins, and you beat the dude in the playoffs that beat you out for coach of the year. This right here is what you call robbery. <laughs> they robbed my Yo, dude I just, coach can, of the year. Can, can I ask you a yes, sir. Ask your question for a second? Now, you, you brought up the quarterbacks. Yeah. So, well, you think that for the voters, you and your homeboys, um, <laughs> that was like a big factor because he won with five different quarterbacks? To me, I can only speak for me, that was a very big factor. See, this factor. is my thing, though. Like, with Deshaun Watson, my, my franchise quarterback and all that, the highest paid guarantee, and then the other guys, they didn't win no games for real. It was a defense. So having my starter guy, my, my top guy, since my lowest uh, draft pick quarterback that's playing, it wasn't no difference for real. I just I think that's a lie. I mean, who won co who won comeback player of the year? So so it's just like I just think we are. Let's not not. I, I'm fine saying D'Amico should have won, but I just don't want to undermine what the Browns did. Because in the same way, James Jones, that you said, C.J. Stroud won offensive rookie of the year. Will Anderson won defensive rookie of the year. Well, the comeback player of the year was Joe Flacco, a quarterback. Well, why was Zabansky that? Coaches. Why was that? Because he played bad last year and he played. Well, this, this year. I've never seen it. I've never seen a guy that's come off the couch and play like that. So it was like, well, we got to give him comeback players. Like, so who, we've never seen it. Okay, so who, who helped him really, play like really, that? Really quick, Acho, whose roster is better? Because you're, you're big on rosters and, and talent around. Whose roster is better? You don't even got to think about it. I would say the Browns roster is better. Is but better. we have to remember, like, you, you're asking me that with all of the injuries. Let's not act like Everybody the... Everybody got injuries. C.J. Stroud missed games, too. Every, it's, uh, Will Anderson missed what, a lot of games, too. I, I would also say, though, context, right? Because we're all factoring in a whole bunch of context here. I'm looking at the Houston Texans. Nine wins, crazy. Nine, ten, ten wins, ten crazy, wins. Crazy, ten crazy wins. impressive. And won a division. What did we all say, collectively speaking, was the best division in football? The AFC North. The AFC North. Where'd the MVP reign from? The AFC North. So winning 11 games, I just, winning 11 games with five different quarterbacks in the best to division To me, the quarterback football, is the only thing to consider. You can't consider injuries to the rest of the roster because everybody has injuries in that regard. I, I hear what you're saying. Kevin Stefanski did a, did a, did a good job. But Remarkable. to me, D'Amico did a better job with less coming in with no That's expectations at all. Yeah. You have the number two overall pick. You have the number three overall pick. This is your first time coaching. Kevin Stefanski's won this award before. Like, this is, it's impressive. But what D'Amico did... He, he got robbed. He just got, he got robbed. He robbed. But are we surprised that the Cleveland Browns have 11 wins? Like, before the season, if we said Cleveland going to win 11 they games. supposed to win nine but here's, If here's, we said Houston going to win 10, y'all would have signed this paper. And I'm mad. <laughs> but here's what I can't do. Am I surprised they won 11 games without Nick Chubb? 
without Deshaun for 20. I, I just can't roll Are my eyes at that. Are you more surprised that the Browns with the defensive player of the year and the rest of that roster that wasn't injured, like that which thing. is a lot of other talented players who were supposed to win nine and a half games before the season started. Are you more surprised that they were able to pull it together, mostly through their defense, and make it to the postseason? It's just a lie. Or, or are you more surprised that D'Amico Ryans and C.J. Stroud won 10 games and won their division? Because to me, I'm way more surprised that Houston was able to do that. Went from three to ten. Both impressive. Both no. I don't think they won mostly through their defense. I think it was both incredibly impressive. And I wish Tomiko would have won, but congrats to Stefanski as well. Let's get back to the Super Bowl. Let's get back to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Chiefs Niners, they've made it all the way here. After over 200 of football games that we have watched, we're about to watch the biggest one. But who has the edge in it? Shady and I breaking down all the most important categories that will decide this game. Next on Speak. Yeah, acting like the quarterback did that much. Flacco probably did. How many games did he play? Four? Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Family, huge breaking news in college football. UCLA head coach, my former head coach for the Philadelphia Eagles, is leaving UCLA not to become a head coach, not to go to the NFL, but to become an offensive coordinator at Ohio State. The college football world and the dynamics of college football are completely changing right before our eyes. Keep in mind, the Boston College head coach left to join the Green Bay Packers as a defensive coordinator. Now Chip Kelly is leaving the ranks of becoming a head coach to go to... Ohio State and be an offensive coordinator is truly shocking, very baffling. But from what I know, Chip Kelly, who's done a really good job at UCLA, he understands, or at least we understand, it is hard to compete for national championships at that program, especially when that program is joining the Big Ten this coming season. Crazy news, something to keep an eye on. But what we will all keep our eyes on, over 100 million eyes, are the Super Bowl. Shady, I need your help with this one, big dog. I need your help with this one. Well, wait, you didn't want my help with Chip Kelly? <laughs> you know I know better. I mean, I know better. Chip Kelly, for context, traded LaShawn McCoy from the Philadelphia Eagles to the Buffalo Bills. I didn't need your help I with get that. Some good insight. No, I don't want your insight. I, keep a... I don't want your opinion. Oh, okay. I want you to keep it a buck. I want you to keep it nothing. Let's just talk about this game, shall we, Shady? All right, Shady, let's get to who has the edge. It's the biggest game of the year. You played in it before. Head coach, who has the advantage? Is it the Chiefs? Is it the Niners? <laughs> What you think? Andy Reid, man. Come on. <laughs> what are we talking about? Big Red. What are we talking about? Put up my boy. Oh. You can <laughs> this is about to be fun, family. I hope y'all are locked in. Y'all already know where I'm at. Andy Reid, he has the edge in this one. Quarterback, Brock Purdy, Patrick Mahomes. Go ahead. Give me the GOAT. You already know what it is. If it was Tom Brady, it'd still be a tough one. I'm going with Patrick Mahomes. Let's get it. This is easy. This is easy so far. It's about to get interesting. Give me Patrick Mahomes. Now, here's where it gets fun. Who's got the better offense? 2-5, who got the better offense? Niners. Oh, Niners. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go to the Niners, though. I mean, if you look at this offense, they got everything. Offensive linemen, they got a solid quarterback. And then on the outside, they got all pro and, and all you can. And then they got D-Buff. And then you got Christian McCaffrey, the offensive player of the year. What is, 
I mean, duh. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. Bang, no. bang. Niner gang. Put it up there. Niner's I got the better offense. I want to see this one now. I want to see this one now from Macho's side. Who got the better defense? Who's got <laughs> the better defense? LaShawn McCoy. <laughs> I know where you're going. I'm going with the Niners. Whoa. No, the you're Niners. not. I'm going with the Niners. I got to go with the Niners. Why? I just think, man, like when you look at this, the Niners defense, look at the names, look at the players, I got to go with them. Even though, even though man. the Chiefs defense are, are playing better right now, I can't look past some names over there. Man. Let's, Shady, let, let's switch off, man. Let, what, uh, what you do in court when you don't want to answer a question, big dog? Uh, play the fifth. What? No. <laughs> I mean, look. Are y'all serious? Look, I, I, look I gotta protect the guilty. I gotta protect you the guilty, family. So I gotta protect the guilty. Please, okay, y'all know who I rock with. Y'all know I rock with the Niners defense. However, if you turn on the tape, uh, if you turn on the uh, tape, uh, that Chiefs defense, the way Chris Jones playing, the way Sneed is playing, McDuffie yeah. in a slot, Spags, the way he's calling the so defense. So what you talking about then? How you playing the field? Right. You know what, man? How can I do this? <laughs> I can't have the Niners faithful screen grabbing this. I can't have the Niners faithful Fred Warner looking at this before the game, you looking are, at me. I'm the reason they lost. Man. I can't be that you person. A lawyer, so you sound like you got false confidence over there. I got, but I got confidence. <laughs> false confidence or real confidence? It's still confidence. Shady, who's the X factor in this game? Mm, I'm going to the running game, and I'm not being biased. I watched the tape. I watched how Aaron Jones did his whole thing against the Niners defense, and then I watched the Lions. Both running backs get crazy busy. Crazy busy. But Chaco's going to get busy. If you can't stop the run, you cannot stop the Chiefs. Because Patrick Mahomes with the play fake, it's going to get crazy downfield. This is a Hall of Fame game for my X Factor. It's a Hall of Fame game for a Hall of Fame name. Fred Warner, he's got to be the X Factor. Travis Kelsey is the only way the Chiefs can win. He is the only way. Fred, if you say to Steve Wilkes, I want him, coach. Oh, no. If you say to Steve Wilkes, hey, third and six or less, coach, we call man coverage, I want him. I'll stop him. Fred, you was a young pup when y'all played him last. Your dreads ain't even come out the back of your helmet, with all due respect. Now you a full-grown German shepherd. This is what you do it for. Sounds good. So it's a Hall of Fame game for a Hall of Fame. What you mean, sound good? That doesn't sound good. That's a great pep pep talk for coach. Until it get live. Third down, I want it. Third two, I want it. You got it. I got it? Yeah, you got it. Kelsey lined up. Fred ain't doing nothing. He lined up. You know what time it is. That sounds good. He in a chest. That sounds good. He in a chest. Yo, look, I got a quick story. Can we get to the table? Sounds like we in a chest. Fred laying hands on Kelsey. That's all I know. Who was that? Uh, was that linebacker I went against? I want to say it's Briggs or uh, Brett Briggs. Lance Briggs. Lance Briggs. Ooh. I mean, he was nice. Yes, he to was. me, he was better than Airlocker to me. Anyway, we, we was playing them, and uh, it was a certain blitz they did, right? And the line coach was trying to, like, slide to him. I said, hey, I'm just sliding to him forward. I got him. 55, he see me, I see him. It's going down. <laughs> we got in that game. <laughs> I said, yeah, I own it. I think that the same blitz we practiced all week. I look at him, he look at me, I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> And I get up there, he runs straight through. I'm like, oh, look, I go to the, I go to the sideline. I said, I don't care what I said all week, and change that. So it sound good, friend. Sound good. You see the 87? Yeah. And then there'd be small things like, dang, he, he bigger than I thought, right? Yeah. Damn, he taller than I thought. Yo, he's stronger than I thought. But he been there before. You get Kelsey out there, he right? Been there he been like this on tape and all that. Man, he looked taller than I thought. He looked, he looked quicker than I thought. Yeah, he gonna catch that ball on you too. <laughs> In what world? You're going to find out. It sounds you know good. Like. You, know what, you know what's crazy, though? He know he's going to catch it, too. That's why he played the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> James Jones.
Jones, let me ask you really a, a very dense question, if you yeah. will. Will this season be a failure for the Niners if they lose? Was it all a waste of their time? Absolutely. Ab- absolutely. We said seven All-Pros. Seven. We, we, we crowned the coaches, one of the best coaches in the National Football League. Um, I said it, and I'm going to say it again. Every single season, there's four or five teams that truly have a chance to be playing in this game. That if you fall short of this game, it is a failure. One of those teams is the San Francisco 49ers. They always find themselves in position to get to the Super Bowl or in the Super Bowl. If Kyle Shanahan does not win this, Brock Purdy does not play well, and the Niners go home empty-handed again, this is a failure of a season. A lot of bright spots for y'all, a lot of players. Offensive player of the year, quarterback played well. A lot, a lot of bright spots. All pro IU. If you fall short in this game, it is a failure of a football season for, for the San Francisco 49ers because this was the only goal for the San Francisco 49ers, and they have the team and the talent to win this game. And if they fall short, it's a failure, boss. Yeah, I know this flies in the, in the face of what I, I normally say in these situations, but for the Niners to have been here before, to have the talent that they have, you can't put together a better roster than this. No. You can't. Mm-mm. And then for them to all to be healthy. You know, the Niners have had a lot of injury problems year after year after year. They're never healthy. They're healthy right now. Everyone's available. You got all your stars. You got your quarterback who you didn't expect playing at, at the highest level that he's played. Yeah. It, it, it's got to be that. Shanahan's been here too many times. We say too much about this team year after year after year. If you don't get it done, I'm not saying that they're never going to be back or that it's over or that it'll never happen. Can't predict the future. But this season will be a failure for them. Now, it won't be a failure for Brock Purdy. No. <laughs> there won't be a failure for, for the individuals that got all pros mm-hmm. and had incredible seasons. But as an organization, yeah, you, you, gotta, you went all this way. You're not here by accident. If this was a situation where we're like, wow, we can't believe this team is here. This is a, this is a run of, of miraculous proportions. No. Yeah. A lot of teams, they were picked their favor. This is a team that we expected to be here. So, yeah, it would be a failure for sure. Got to be a failure. I've said this about the Ravens. Their season was a failure. I'm going to say it about the Niners. If they don't win, their season is a failure. Like Joy said, outside of Hufunga, because Hufunga is an all-pro, Niners are healthy, and they don't be healthy. So you're healthy. The NFC was relatively weak. The AFC, this is Mahomes as bad as his team has ever been. If you can't beat him now, when can you beat him? All pros, McCaffrey healthy, Kittle was healthy, Bosa was healthy enough, Fred Warner was healthy, everybody healthy. Ward played at the highest level he's ever played at. Demo Lenore played at the highest level he's ever played at. Got another good season out of Tashawn Gibson, who came off the couch before last season. What else you want out of life? So it's a failure to me, 2-5, they don't get it done. I'm going to say no, not a failure. I mean, if this, if this was any other team, I would say it would be a failure. But it's, it's not. It's Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. This is what they do. This is their era. So I'm going to go with this, man. Even though they have seven All-Pros, mm-hmm. they don't have no legends like the Chiefs. The Chiefs got legends, right? Yeah, you might have a great year this year. They got legends on legends on legends. And you can't go against that, aren't you? So <laughs> who are your legends, sir? Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. Andy Reid, yeah. Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones working up with that thing. Working up with that thing. Give me, give me Trent Williams. Uh-huh. Let me, let, give me my legend. Le- that's a legend. Give me George Kittle. I'm, he's not a legend. He's not a legend. No, he's not a legend. But Chris Jones? Kudu better than Chris Jones? Is that what you're telling me? Why, 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 why? No, 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 no. We doing that. We doing that first thing. <laughs> we doing that. You tell me Kittle's better than for Chris Jones? All pros. Man, I, I'm done with this. Kittle, Kittle like that. They both the second best at their position for the last five years. Bro. Chris Jones, second best to Aaron Donald. Chris Jones. Chris Jones disrupts every 
offense's game plan. I can't say the same for Kittle. Every defensive game plan, he just disrupts it. I can't say that. Can you? Mm. Kittle like that. He is like that, but I'm saying. He's like that, too. Yeah, man. Chris is a legend. Yeah. But Kittle got to be a legend, too. He's not a legend. Keep bro. going. Who was your other one? Who, who was you going? That's, that's where I started. Uh, no, Fred. It. Fred on his way to legendary. Three All-Pros. McCaffrey. Well, no. can, we, can we just do, like, just is now? Yeah. And not the on the ways? Then I'm, then I'm only giving you Travis, and I'm only giving you uh, Pat. That's it. And he's a legend. Oh, I'm talking about coaches. Yeah. They, they count. Fine. Count. Give me Trent. Hey. <laughs> Trent's, all a, I know Trent's is, a legend, legend. All I know is we ain't never seen nobody up here with no AFC championship ring, <laughs> NFC championship rings, because those don't mean nothing, they don't man. Mean you you got to get this one done, man. It's a failure. You go, he got one already. He got a NFC championship ring. He, he got a couple of them. He got a couple. He got a couple of them. Family, what we have not yet seen is Friday flowers. When we return, it is time for Joy to hand out flowers to all of the best stories in sports. That's next on Speed. We got to talk about Kittle, baby. We got to talk about Kittle. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Family, it is Friday. That means it's time for America's favorite segment, best segment on television. Joy, what you got? We have flowers. The NFL celebrated its best both past and present at the NFL Honors last night. Lamar Jackson won MVP. Miles Garrett won Defensive Player of the Year. And the Texans pulled off a sweep of Offensive and Defensive Rookies of the Year. But I want to focus on a few other honorees. Flowers to Cam Hayward for winning the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. And the Gold Jackets, this year's Modern Era Hall of Fame inductees, Dwight Freeney, Devin Hester, Andre Johnson, Julius Peppers, and Patrick Willis, who will join my brother among the greatest to ever play the game of football. So congratulations to all of the winners. On Thursday, the Lakers immortalized Kobe Bryant with a statue in front of Crypto.com Arena. The statue depicts Kobe in number eight, raising one finger in the sky after scoring 81 points against the Toronto Raptors. Kobe's statue will join the statues of Shaquille O'Neal, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Magic Johnson, Jerry West, Elgin Baylor, and Lakers announcer Chick Hearn. And during the, the ceremony, Vanessa Bryant said that this statue would be the first of three honoring Kobe Bryant. The other Kobe statues will depict the five-time NBA champion wearing number 24, which he did for the second half of his career, and Kobe with Gigi. So flowers to the Laker organization for honoring Kobe. And finally, Wednesday was National Girls and Women in Sports Day. I loved seeing all of the support for the 38th annual day sponsored by the Women's Sports Foundation. We saw leagues, teams, and individuals holding events and posting about women in sports. Here at Fox Sports, we promoted an all-female broadcast team and crew. Major League Baseball had a networking event for the second year in a row. And the Women's Sports Foundation was on Capitol Hill advocating for gender equity. And we'll keep it rolling this weekend. I am hosting a flag football camp, the Gridiron Girls Flag Football Camp, with my foundation, the Joy Taylor Foundation. I'm putting it on with my friend Jen Welter, Dr. Jen Welter, who's the first female coach in the NFL with Bruce Arians and the Arizona Cardinals. James has said he's making an appearance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to come out there. <laughs> come out and coach oh, the girls. Yeah, so if you want more information, you want to come out, you're in the Vegas area, come join us, girls, ages 12 to 18. 
Oh, y'all, y'all, I plan it, y'all, I plan it. What, 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 what time is that? It's in the morning, it's in oh, the morning. Man, it's, I'm, I'm, it's in the morning, I understand. I'm going to be in Hollywood, still camera. I'm going to be tequila out. <laughs> I don't know if that's even possible. Wait, it's, I've, I've had some coaches that come out there with tequila in their cup. Hey, my dad more right, boy. If y'all don't want that. Oh, I'm going to say in general. I mean, listen. I'm out there. Do you want you want that coach there? Yes. I'm out. Hey, enjoy it. Get that ball now. Players, women coaches, myself, women broadcasters. It's going to be a great I'll come. Can we do shots at least at halftime? I mean, we in Vegas, though. I don't know if it's a halftime, Jay. It's not a game. There are other ways you can support. But they get breaks, though. You're right. I'm going to bring the tequila. Water break. They can drink their water. There will be no tequila at the camp. Oh, then I can't. No. But good luck. Good luck. Got my support. When we return. Uh, it's time to put even more Mahomes on Pat- even more attention on Patrick Mahomes and Brock Purdy to go into the film room one final time. We're going to let you see from a real NFL perspective what it will take to win this game. I cannot wait to break down the tape for you on the other side of this commercial break. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. What's up, family? Welcome to the film room. The last little bit of tape, the final bit of evidence that I will show you as to why the outcome of this game will actually occur. First thing I want to show you all, the quarterback magic. See, on third down, that's called money down. That's what's going to decide this game. You all remember this play. It was Patrick Mahomes. The score was 7-7. Seven to seven. It was third and five. You got to have it. Now, here's what I love about this play. The play is dead. The Ravens have everybody covered. They have done their job. This man's taking out the play. That man's taking out the play. This individual's taking out the play. Roquan Smith has eyes on this man. So now, Pat, what are you going to do? Third down, it's money down. If you want to come out of coverage, if you want to trigger Pat Mahomes, he's going to make you pay. Quarterback magic. How in the world can you defend the indefensible? That's what the Niners are going to have to figure out. But on the flip side, don't for a second get it twisted or be mistaken. Brock Purdy is a magician in his own right. The score was 24-7. to It's now third and four. Brock Purdy, you got to figure it out. You got to figure it out. You're trailing. It's 12 minutes left in the third quarter. You're down by 17. Now, here's what I love about this play that at home, they did not show you. They are in man-to-man coverage. He's got him. He's got him. He's got him. He's got him. This individual, he has eyes on him. So the Lions got everybody covered. Brock Purdy is going to run this football. I promise you he is. But the moment he sees this individual vacate his man, oh, Purdy's like, wait, let me retreat. Let me pass this ball as I backpedal. It's all about the quarterback magic. But James Jones, you and I were discussing something off camera. You better be mindful of the quarterback's ability to run. Game on the line. Super Bowl. Four minutes left. It's 35 to 35. Eagles, if y'all want to rush five individuals, one, two, three, four, five, then who in the world is going to spy Patrick Mahomes? Mahomes says, if nobody's spying me, I'm going to use my legs. 20-yard scramble. Ices the game with four minutes remaining. But don't get it twisted. Brock Purdy, third and four. Four minutes left. 
nearly tied ball game. You got to ice it, Purdy. What you going to do in third and four? The Lions essentially are going to come out and run that same coverage you saw before. Cat coverage. This cat got that cat. Man, 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 man. So what you going to do, Brock? Take off and run. But here's what people don't give Brock enough credit for. This linebacker, he's 4-6. Brock Purdy, he's 4-8. Those are the 40 times. The linebacker should tackle him. But the quarterback magic, be special. Be special. Both these quarterbacks are special. Both these quarterbacks are talented. One is heralded as the greatest or one of the greatest of all time. The other is Mr. Irrelevant, but he'll become very relevant in just a couple days. LaShawn McCoy, I can't wait for this one, big dog. What's the stake for your teammate, former teammate, Patrick Mahomes, one of the greatest ever? It's legacy. It's real simple. I don't think about it too much. I think that he's in a, a rare air right now as being as young as he is and things he's accomplished already. But there's so much more to be accomplished if he can get this championship, right, he'll be sitting up there with Patrick Mahomes. Because right now, I got it as Tom Brady. Joe Montana. Joe Montana and Patrick Mahomes. He won this championship, though. Sorry, Joe. He's number two. <laughs> and he's chasing Tom Brady. I think Shady's right. It's, it's all about legacy. It's where do you have him. For me, Patrick Mahomes solidifies himself as a top three talent, Joy Taylor and James Jones, if indeed he finds a way to win. I have Peyton Manning ahead of him right now because of Manning's five MVPs. Some people have Joe Montana ahead of him because Joe Montana was four for four, got four Super Bowls. But if you give Pat three Super Bowls, he jumping somebody. If you're like me and you like Peyton, he jumping Peyton. If you like Joe, he might jump Joe, but he's jumping somebody. He is solidified unanimously, no doubt about it, a top three quarterback all time prior to age 30. Joy, what's the stake for Pat? Yeah, immortality. There's mm -hmm. no more need to have conversations about whether this Chiefs team is a dynasty or not. Remove all doubt. Remove all doubt about Peyton Manning being better than you. <laughs> Crack some doubt about whether Joe Montana is better than you. And really put yourself in the conversation for truly chasing Tom Brady. Because if we're being honest right now, we didn't think anyone was ever going to be in, even close to the conversation about being able to catch Tom Brady. And even right now, if he doesn't get this one, he's still really far away. Now, talent-wise and all that, and, and one of the greatest, of course. Yeah. But Tom Brady got seven rings. Mm -hmm. like we, 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 can't, we can't lower it that much. I can hear you on Joe Montana, four or three. I can't hear you on seven. I watched Tom Brady do it. You, you won one with Tom Brady. Different. That is, that is an accomplishment that no other organization has done. Patriots got six. Steelers got six. Brady got seven. So to, to get up into that air, you need this to be in the conversation uh, of a dynasty. We are experiencing an earthquake. It's okay. Is that what that was? Yes, it was an earthquake. That's what's happening. Uh, you are in a, you are an absolute dynasty, and you are – you are on the path to catching Tom Brady legitimately. Hey, that was legit right that there. George Tate out here shaking arms. George Tate out here shaking arms. Quite literally, the lights in the studio started to shake. The whole stage started to shake. The yeah. cameras, you could see, started to yeah. shake. We were all confused as to what in the world was happening. Yeah. But it was just Joy's take yes. shaking yes. the sports world. Yes, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, man. Um, I, think Patrick Mahomes, I think Patrick Mahomes is going to do that. He is going to shake up the world with the conversation of the greatest ever. We're fighting it. We are, we are fighting it. Because when you turn your eyeballs on, we are witnessing arguably the greatest quarterback to ever play this football game. You talk about through your first seven seasons, he's doing almost everything better than Tom Brady. And Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. And I think this right here, three Super Bowl rings, four appearances to the Super Bowl, six straight AFC championships, something that Tom Brady did not do. He's going to possibly break a lot of Tom Brady's records. I think right now with our own two eyes, we are witnessing this young fella 
become the greatest quarterback that we have ever seen. Point blank, period. And if he gets three, the earthquake, <laughs> barbershop talk, who you want? Because I know seven and three is far away. But when we really turn the tape on and turn our eyes on, Patrick Mahomes is arguably the greatest quarterback to ever play this game with another Super Bowl ring. And for the sake of time, I'll just talk to Brock Purdy for a moment. Like, Brock Purdy, how are you going to be remembered? Will we remember you forever? Brock Purdy, Nick Foles has a statue in Philadelphia, in Philadelphia, 19145. He has a statue in South Philly. He has a statue outside the link because he led his team to a Super Bowl. Joe Flacco is remembered forever because he led his team to a Super Bowl. Eli Manning will likely walk into the Hall of Fame first ballot because he led his team to a Super Bowl. Brock Purdy, how will you be remembered? The rest of your career is irrelevant. What happened before in your career is irrelevant. In those 60 minutes, if you do enough to win forever, we're going to remember you. When we return, it's not just the quarterbacks that are under a lot of pressure. It is the coaches that are under pressure. What in the world is at stake for Andy Reid and Kyle Shanahan? Joy, do that thing where you make the whole world shake again. Do that thing where you make the whole world shake With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back, family. Two of the top coaches in football. For my money, the two best coaches currently coaching will be on the NFL sidelines in the Super Bowl. Reed is in his fourth Super Bowl in the last five seasons. On the other side, Kyle Shanahan in his second Super Bowl as a head coach for the 49ers in five seasons. Third Super Bowl in the last eight seasons. It's a lot of brilliance on the sideline. Sadie, it's all about this game. It's all about four quarters. It's all about 60 minutes. What is at stake for Andy Reed in this game? A big guy, Andy Reed. Legacy, right? I think he's a great coach. He's easily the best coach in football right now, hands down. But to be one of the best coaches of all time, there's only been three or four coaches to have three Super Bowls, right? And he will be the fifth one. Um, I think uh, uh, for him is legacy. Because nobody else can do what he's doing right now, right? Actually coaching, good players are bad players. They're going to be a good team. You add in a superstar quarterback like Patrick Mahomes, and this is what you do. You get yeah. rings. So for him, it's all about the legacy. I'll borrow the L from you, and I'll say legitimacy. I think the legitimacy of the argument LaShawn McCoy makes so passionately that Andy Reid is the greatest coach of all time. Right now, if we're being honest, it's an illegitimate argument. And to me, it's an illegitimate argument, though I make the argument as well. Let's not get it twisted. I'm right there next to Shady co-signing on everything he's saying, but it's an illegitimate argument. Andy Reid has two rings. Ten coaches got two rings, plus. So if you really want to have legitimacy to the argument of being the greatest ever, you need more hardware. There's not a world where someone can have six rings and that someone who has six rings has beaten you. And that's a fully legitimate argument, at least not to the untrained ear and the untrained eye. To the trained ear, person to my right, to the trained eye, person to my right, fully legitimate argument. But if we want this argument to be able to stick to the masses, Andy Reid has to go get himself three and continue to catch up to those who have more rings. Than what you. if I only talk to people that's trained heirs? <laughs> oh, well, then you're good. Okay. <laughs> so you, got, you say legacy. Legacy. You say legitimacy? Legitimacy. I'm going to keep it on the L, so good luck to you. <laughs> I'm going to say legend of legends. Mm. To be in the room with a bunch of legends. There's lots of coaches that have won two rings. Yeah. Lots of coaches that have accomplished a lot of things in this league. But there are only four 
that have won three or more. Mm-hmm. That's Bill Belichick, Bill Walsh, Chuck Knoll, and Joe Gibbs. He'll be in the room with them. It's like a, it's a pretty big room, lots of great coaches, and then there's like a little separate area. Yeah. Shady said I couldn't make it a small area, so we'll make, we'll make it a separate area. A separate area Extra for Extra cheeseburgers. My boy likes cheeseburgers. <laughs> he does, he does. Uh, and, and nuggies. A very rare air is where Andy Reid will be. And we'll also end the conversation about if this is a dynasty or not. The reason that we even have those conversations, is it a dynasty or is it not a dynasty, is because of that three or more, because the coaches have done that already. So that's what I think is on the table for Andy Reid. Yep, le- legendary. Hmm. Greatest. So you add a little more to it. <laughs> of all time. You're in that conversation, you know, depending on what you like, depending on what kind of head coach you like. You have three Super Bowls. Some people will argue with you till this day that Bill Walsh is the greatest head coach of all time. Created the West Coast offense, all this stuff. Three championships. You get that third one, it puts you in that category to win. We sitting at the barbershop. We sitting at the bar. We sitting up here on Speak. Wherever it is, you are in that conversation as a legendary coach to be argued as the greatest of all time if he's able to accomplish this and get his third ring. Six straight AFC championships. Three Super Bowl rings, a young quarterback that is 30 or younger playing at an MVP level every single year, which means you probably are going to be back at this game. But this one right here, you get three. You put yourself in a different category, in a different league. Legendary, greatest coach of all time in that argument. I like that for Andy Reid. I like that for Andy Let's flip. Other sideline, 2-5. Kyle Shanahan, a lot at stake for him. What is at stake in this massive, massive ball game? For Andy Reid, it's like all the way to the limit. I think for Kyle, we just need to get there, man. Hey, <laughs> this win one, man. Like, I think it's getting over the hump. Winning your first title is probably like the hardest one. He's been so close. He's such a great coach. But to give him that real validation that, like, yo, you really are that guy, he got to win. Right? You're over against Andy Reid. You always find a way to get there, despite who your quarterback may be. You got to finish the job. And if he doesn't finish the job, we, we got to wait to put him in that elite yeah. category. A lot is at stake for Shanahan. Mm. I would say that if Shanahan wins, you can make an argument, and I likely will, that he is currently the greatest thinker, the greatest architect, and the greatest coach. In the NFL. In the NFL. Currently. Not all time. That would be Shady's boy, Andy Reid. Currently. Reason being, he's the greatest architect because who would think that you could win without the first-round quarterback? He tried to win without the first-round quarterback. It didn't work. He's the greatest coach because what's the job of a coach to develop talent? Fred Warner, third-round pick. George Kittle, fifth-round pick. Brock Purdy, seventh-round pick. Kyle Juszczyk, fifth-round pick. Debo Samuel, second-round pick. The job of a coach is to maximize the talent that the players have. He's turning third-round picks, fifth-round picks, fifth-round picks, fifth-round picks, seventh-round picks, second-round uh, second picks, and all pros. Greatest architect, greatest thinker, and ultimately greatest coach. And finally, Kyle Shanahan would be a football savant, certified. When everybody's going right, Shanahan's going left. When everybody wants to trade up to get Jordan Love, trade up to get Patrick Mahomes, trade up to get this quarterback, trade up to get that quarterback, he traded up. He missed. And he still found a way to get it done. So much on the line for Shanahan. He has to get it done. Yeah, I I can't jump him over Andy Reid just because of this game. But it will put him right under him. And it will also legitimize his greatness. It it would also, in my opinion, put him on a Hall of Fame trajectory. He's 44 years old. He's a very young coach. But he is up against other coaches in the league that not only have Super Bowls, but are winning winning as much and have Super Bowls in his own division. And Sean McVay, they're the same. The only difference is Sean McVay has gotten it done and Kyle Shanahan hasn't. 
And that's fair. That matters because this is what you play the game for. So not only does it legitimize everything that he's done and put him in a conversation that is, that is completely separate from, in my opinion, where he is right now, but also what you just said, going against the grain has worked for him, has worked for the Niners up to a point. Mm-hmm. If he's able to do this, we know this is a copycat league, it might trickle down. Obviously, everyone wants superstars. Uh, everyone wants somebody to walk in right away and transform your organization like the Houston Texans, Texans with C.J. Stroud. But if Kyle Shanahan can show that being a, a great offensive mind and building your team with superstars everywhere but the quarterback position, people are going to try to follow that, yeah. especially if they're not in a position to get that first-round great quarterback yeah. right away to come in and transform things. So not only will it be something that I think will influence the league in a lot of ways, it'll legitimize all the great things that he's done and put him in that conversation of really, truly being a great coach that has actual hardware now. Yeah, this, <clears throat> this one was tough for me because I thought about a lot of words, respect, you know what I mean, all that. But reputation, because I don't know why, but whenever – we talk about coaches. We talk about Mike McCarthy, who's been to a championship, has three straight 12-win seasons. We, we even talk about Sean McVay. We talk about Mike Tomlin. We put this dude in front of a lot of, in front of, a lot of coaches. I do. Right? Because of what you said, right? Mastermind and all this type of stuff. But every time it's the biggest game, he never gets it done. Reputation was on the line with the MVP quarterback at Matt Ryan, 28-3 league gone. Mm. Right. Then you go with the lesser talent in Jimmy G, up by 10 in the fourth quarter, seven-something minutes left, gone. Right. Then you're back at this game again, and you find a way to lose again. I think his reputation is on the line of, really, are you like that? Because if this was any other coach, we talk Aaron Rodgers, ain't been back to the Super Bowl. I know 12 is like that, but people argue him, is he? He, he ain't been back here. So we can't keep giving you this credit just because we see your talent, we see your play calling, we see all this stuff, and in the biggest game, you never get it done, and we still talking about you like that, like that, like that, like that, and you under Andy? No, you at the bottom now. You ain't in front of Mike or, or Sean McVay. Or, you cannot get it done. At one point, we got to stop covering up stuff, putting shade underneath him just because he finds ways to lose. This game right here is reputation for him. You talk about you like the young quarterback, seventh-round pick, and you could get it. We talk about roster-wise, best roster in football, clearly better than the Kansas City Chiefs, and you don't get it done. His reputation is on the line, and I believe he's a great coach, but you got to show us because every time you got to this game, you ain't showed up. He ain't showed up or he ain't finished the job? Finished, showed up for 28-3. He showed up. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You just in. Up by 10, seven minutes, whatever it is, you are the head football coach of this mm. team, right? We talk about you in that conversation, active coaches right now, with Andy Reid. He about to get three of them if he right. beats you. So You're right. his reputation is on the line. He got to show up. He got to find a way to win. This is what it is all about. When we return, there's only one game left. Who's in first place in our speak standings? Well, we already know that. But there's a wager, a lot of money, riding on who gonna win this one. He's not nervous. He should be. That's next on Speak. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I want to put $2,500 on the fact that I'm going to win the picks. And, but now I'm playing strategically. Last year I let Shady, because I let Shady bet the Eagles, I bet whatever. Just now I'm betting strategically. Put $2,500 on they ain't saying nothing. They ain't saying nothing. Uh, I need, he didn't look me in my eye. Hold on, that good? That good. So as we take a look at the picks, we've picked all season. Um, Joy Taylor, James Jones, they had a phenomenal season. They had a phenomenal run. You all can see. Um, but LaShawn McCoy and I are one game apart. Now, Shady, we got 2,500 well, on it. Well, we got 2,500, Shady. That's a whole lot of cash on it. 2,500, big dog. How you feeling? Because I got a game lead. You want more? Oh, you won't. I got a game lead. See? You want another 25? Don't sit here and try to talk all time. This ain't poker. <laughs> this ain't poker. Do you want, you want to add some money on that, he's saying. I got, the, I, I got the advantage. Why would I, I want to bet extra? I got the advantage. Here's what I did. I telegraphed my punch. I said I was going to come beat you, and now I came. I got a one-game lead with one game left. What do you have to say for yourself, Deshaun? Listen, we got to bet for the most wins, right? I got, I'm down one. If I win this game, we'll tie. Yes, sir. What I'm asking you is this. Side, this game, okay. you like the Niners, I like the Chiefs. Yes, sir. You want to make a side bet, 2,500, an extra one? The only side betting I'm doing is in Vegas. That's, That's it. it. I'll see you at the blackjack table. Blackjack. I don't want to do no more betting on what I already got to beat on. You understand? You ain't confident in them Niners like I feel that? great. Okay. He ain't got no dog in it. He ain't no dog in it. I feel great. As long as I got money in my pocket. I don't need no dog in it. We'll see y'all in Vegas, family. Have a great weekend.